RBG is dead. That's just fact. But never has such a short sentence reverberated throughout the country that created such a collective groan of fuck. Because that was the only way to express the emotion in that particular moment when a lot of us got that news. But the point of this video is to to highlight that there are options, that there does not need to be despair. Things are not futile. And that's what I want to talk about. But before I do, let me, let me quickly backtrack. I want to put that in there so that way if you're watching this, you didn't just click away. The reason we felt this collective groan is because for those of us who felt it, we know what she represented. She was both a wall of defense as well as high-ranking officer, whatever rank, lieutenant, or commander that you want to sign for, for attack. Now, don't mistake that. That wasn't an attack against people. It was an attack for equality. Because we are not all equal. Currently. Not by the letter of the law. Not in practicality. I mean, we should be by letter of the law. We, the people, are, are all men are created equal. But that's not upheld. And so she fought for that, as well as defended. And, you know, she, I think you know this, she would literally fought until the bitter end. She made a lot of sacrifices. You know, Simon Sinek often talks about our why, you know, what the, 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 the what what motivates us to do something in our lives? Like he, uh, another word for it is a just cause. And man, <laughs> did she have a just cause? And not just one, obviously many. But in terms of that, you know, you can kind of deduce it down to to create a more perfect union. Right? That's a good way to summarize it. And she, she certainly left the world better than when she came in. And so because of that, there's this huge void. And that's where this futility may come from. But as much as I want to mourn and allow you to mourn, it, it just it sucks that we can't. We're in the middle of a race. And people like John Lewis and RBG have literally handed off the baton. And that's scary. Because we look to them. But it was scary for them too when they, you know, go back to their early beginnings. Any, any, any leader that you look at, don't look at where they're currently at in life or were if they're already, you know, passed away. But look at how they began. And I know from my perspective, I want to show courage and strength. And I know a lot of people in my life that would like to be courageous and exude strength. This is that opportunity. You don't just have courage and you don't just have strength. You have to show it. It's only by action that true character is revealed. And so that is my call to action for myself and for you. We have to take this baton and we have to run with it. Right? So... Where the hell do we run? That's a good question. That was the question I asked myself. 
Well, first off, we have to hold our senators accountable for words. You know, in 2016, they didn't want to push forward a justice into the Supreme Court because uh, they felt the American people should have a say in it and it should happen after the election. And that was, I, I forget the exact date, date days, um, but it was over 200, I believe. <laughs> We're less than two months away from the election. And by the way, that's, that's the end of the election. The election's happening now. Okay? There are states who have polls open. And more to come. So we're in the election. This is not like, oh, we're getting to the election. We are in the fucking election right now. Okay? So to say that we need... So so I say all that because we have to hold Mitch McConnell, Lindsey Graham, and even Ted Cruz accountable. You know, Ted Cruz himself said there's a precedent for leaving a seat open in the Supreme Court. Okay. Well, where's that now? Lindsey Graham said, hold my, hold the tape. And this was in 2018 when he said that, that he still would upheld what he said in 2016. And he said, even if there's a Republican president and so forth, if the, you know, we're well into the, to the election cycle and the fact that polls are already open, I would say that we're in an election that they would hold off and that he would stand by that principle. And Mitch McConnell said pretty much something to that extent, right? So where's that ideal? Now, yeah, Republicans may say, well, the the, uh, Democrats tried to literally do the same thing. Whenever, Okay, fine. I I don't, you know, first off, I doubt there's at this point any Republicans watching. But if there are, I applaud you, by the way. I really do. And I want you to listen to this. this. This is my perspective, of course. So it's not the perspective, but it is my perspective. Okay, fine. But A, those were different circumstances. And B, if, that, what the, if the argument was that there was a principle to be upheld, why aren't you upholding the principle that you wanted to uphold then? That's my argument. So... You know, first and foremost, call your representatives. I live in California, so I'm going to call all of my representatives to say I am very much against this. Very much. We are in the election. We are. We are not. We are not days away from the election. We are in the election. I want. I want. To, I want to impart that in you right now. We are in the motherfucking election. And so there should not be an appointment made until after. Now, whatever happens with the election happens. I'm willing to accept the results. But there should not be an appointment made until after. Now, I say I I live in California, uh, which is to say that, uh, that, you know, there's not Republicans that I can call necessarily, right? So if you are in a state that has Republican representatives, you can do some good there by calling them and saying you are opposed to this. Furthermore, you know, I'm going to go through my Rolodex 
And I encourage you to do the same and think about the people that you know in states with Republican senators so they can make the call. Right, so it's a dual action. It's we got to call our representatives, but we got to encourage the people we know, especially in those states, to do the same. Okay, is that the only option? You know, are we gonna are we gonna bank on people on, on senators suddenly you know changing their minds and having a change of heart? It'd be nice, but who knows? Right? I mean, we have to take that action. But the good news is, it's not the only action. You know, this is, that's this kind of short-term game. And even though there might be short-term losses, who knows? There are long-term solutions to this. For example, there don't have to just be nine justices. That could be more, that could be less. And we're not going to get less, necessarily. But we can add more. We can go to 11. We can go to 13. The Constitution allows for that. Because there's been changes to the number of justices. Fun quiz. How many justices did we start off with when America was founded? Do you know the answer? Comment down below. (laughs) So there's that. That's an option, right? And it's a viable option. And I'm going to talk about how that becomes an option. Like, there's steps to get to that option. This just magically happen, right? This is not coronavirus, according to Trump, which is false, obviously, of like, oh, it'll just magically disappear. Things don't magically happen. That's what we have to get through our heads. Democracy only works when the citizens participate. And for so long, I feel like, and it's something I'm going to talk about as far as voting in, in, in a moment, we, we've given up our power, you know, they, like our representatives, it, it, in a sense, like it, there's a large contingency of them. It benefits them the more ignorant and less participating we are because then they can do whatever they want. But, but we have been granted freedom. Freedom comes with responsibility. Freedom isn't just given. You, they, 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 there's a price and that price is your involvement. And if you choose to not be involved, well, then you've handed off your freedom to somebody else. So don't do that. I'm going to talk. So I'll get back to kind of how we get to more seats in the center. The other option, and not, not the only other, right? All things can be, all these things can be congruent, is that a justice can be impeached. Now, there's only been one impeachment made in the history and you know, at the end of the day, he, uh, it was, I don't know the terminology, forgive me, but, but basically he stayed on, right? So, you know, it's, it, 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 that, that's an uphill battle, but it is possible, right? You know, it, just because a, a justice is appointed a lifetime sentence doesn't mean that they are above law and that there's not checks and balances there. And so, you know, Brett Kavanaugh could very much be impeached. It, you know, there's still there's still things open as far as perjury and his appointment. So that's a possibility and should be looked at, in my opinion. Again, I'm not a lawyer. This is just from my own research and so forth. And and it's still 
you know, the wound is still fresh, as they say. I mean, this is less than 12 hours after finding out the death of our, 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 our BG. But those are some of the options. I say that because there could be more. You know, smarter people than I are, are looking into this. Um, and there's options. And I think that's what we have to kind of really keep in mind is that there are options and we have to remain calm. We have to have the right amount of calmness to have a level head, but at the same time, enough passion to take, to, to take the actions necessary, right? And so when we talk about appointing more justices or impeaching uh, a Brett Kavanaugh, you know, the way to do that is we, you know, flip, flip the Senate, right? And so uh, currently there are organizations like flipthesenate.com or Adopt the State uh, that you can become involved in that can help do that, right? And so, you know, I think a lot of times, and myself included, we get so overwhelmed by the problem that it creates an action. But we have to, you know, you're like, right? As far as phone banking goes, meaning like through Adopt a State, this is um, this was something that put, put me a lot at ease. You know, Adopt a State is a program where I am in California, but I'm talking with registered voters in Florida. Florida is a state I adopted, and my goal is to you know, talk to them, see them with their concerns, and yes, nudge them towards voting Democratic in the state, uh, in the local, state, and federal. You know, so it's not just for president. And and so that's what I've been kind of talking with them. And and the point is that it's not about getting 500 people that I call to be like magically, oh, you know, like let's say I'm going to vote for Biden, right? Let's just take the presidential um nomination and so forth like i'm not trying the goal is not to get 500 people to suddenly vote for biden but if i can get two three that's good because my two to three along with you know let's say 500 other people's two to three adds up that's how we flip the senate that's how we flip the state that's how we gain control of these issues so don't make it an insurmountable task because it is not. It is through our collective small actions that add up to a lot. And I think that's, if I'm being honest with myself, and maybe you, I think that's where we have this pitfall. Like we, we, we want either true greatness of like we want, an all, you know, we want to solve world hunger type of thing, but that's our ego talking. You know, the, 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 the type of activism that is the most meaningful can on paper seem quite the most boring. You know, you in a room, sitting and calling, a bunch of people getting yelled at and so forth, and then only having two people to show for your for hours and hours of effort. Are you going to spare? Don't. Because, though, because you did good. But again, it's not, it's, it's not the, the heroism that is written about in books. Not the fiction books that we read. You know, everything's glorified. And the, and the way we speak about people is, is to the nth degree. Even, even successful people 
There is routine and mundaneness in what they do. In fact, their success lies almost in the mundane, the day-to-day, the small things they do right to build up to the culmination of of a huge victory. But we don't see it that way, and we have to. And so these are some actions. Now, the other thing you can do, uh, obviously, uh, register to vote. So for more information, uh, go to vote.gov. And also become a poll worker. Um, I'm going to include the link for that, but it's um, www.eac.gov slash voters slash become dash poll dash worker. I know that's a mouthful. I've included in the description, so that way you have it there as well. But these are some of the steps, and of course, voting. You know, it, it just how we got here is is because a people weren't voting, and b people were only concerned with the presidency. There's plenty of elections, you know, and, and this is this is kind of for the future because obviously right now there's like the quote unquote the election that matters, but there's always elections happening. You have to participate in all of them. But ne- so, but let's talk about this one, right? Oh, you know, I was talking with a friend from Illinois. He's like, "Well, Illinois and California, they're gonna go, they're gonna go blue, and it's gonna, be, and it's like, okay, that's that's there's still local laws and lo- and, and and state laws that you need to participate in, as well as your local people." All, you know, there's a tr- trickle up effect. There is, and uh, one of my one of my friends, Danielle. One of the things that she was saying was, you know, young people, or she speculates, don't vote because they never feel like politicians do anything for them. Okay, but let's reverse that. She argues, and I actually, I, this, I like this point because, you know, why would politicians do anything for? supposed young people who don't vote when they only need to answer to people who vote for them. Does that make sense? Really think about that. If if more young people voted, then those politicians that got voted in would be accountable to those young people. That's how you get the power. So don't give that power away by not voting and say it doesn't matter. Vote. And it's not always going to be for the ideal candidate for the, you know, we all, we all have to, they're, they're, everything's going to be a compromise, but, but overall, who do you side with most? Who can you get behind and vote? You know, I, I, earlier in, in this, I talked about in order for our democracy to really work, we must participate. A vote is participation. And when you don't vote, you're giving up your participation. And yet, I know so many people that don't vote that complain. You don't get to do that. <laughs> you didn't vote. Right? So, that's kind of what I have for you. As I said, there are far more smarter people than I already thinking about this, creating action steps. And that's what I want you to look for. Look for the people that are helping because they are out there. You know, there, there's RGB didn't become RBG uh, just overnight. She took those small steps. 
So look for the people that are doing those small steps day in and day out. And let's honor them. Be inspired by them. Help them. And in fact, what I would appreciate if you can comment down below with any useful resources, uh, people, you know, links, uh, social profiles, whatever, please, you know, share those down below um, because, you know, I want, I want to do what I can. And so I would love to, to help efforts and, you know, would love to kind of create this. And also if, if you believe in what I'm saying, I encourage you to share this. Now, am I saying share my video because I, you know, I want to get more of you? No. In fact, I encourage the opposite. I encourage you to share your own message in your own words. So don't share me, share me if you want, but I'd much rather you share your feelings in a calm, if possible way to combat this idea of despair and futility because there are options. And I think that's how we get through this collectively is, is if we all just lock arms and be like, no, we got this and there are options and we are in this together. We, the people. That's what I have for you. I appreciate you. And let's not despair. And I guess one final thing, rest in power, RBG. You deserve it.